Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Onada Shukumbi and I'm the founder of Clever Girl Finance. And today we're going to be talking about seven things that you might be doing that will prevent you from ever becoming wealthy. So I know this topic title is one that may cause a stir. It's one that may have people feeling uncomfortable, but I want you to take the next several minutes and just hear me out. And it's basically a title I thought up and wrote a blog post about actually just to help people start thinking differently about their finances because we all have habits that we want to change. We all have behaviors that we want to change. And the these specific seven behaviors can actually impact um, our fin- our finances and financial financial futures if we don't make the change. And so that's why I wanted to talk about um, these items. And so you know becoming wealthy, achieving financial success, living life on your own terms, your own terms. These are all things that people want for themselves. They want to experience these things. They want to have peace of mind when it comes to their money. However, what happens is that a lot of people never actually realize their dreams of becoming financially successful. And it's not because they can't do it. It's because perhaps they don't prioritize their financial well-being. So, you know, as women, we tend to focus on everybody else but ourselves. We give we give to everyone, our children, our spouses, our significant others um, before we think about ourselves. That's one example. Or perhaps perhaps people just don't have the financial knowledge. They don't know how to save. They don't know how to invest. They struggle with figuring out how to pay off their debt. Or maybe they just don't think that they can. So, you know, a lot of times people will create these really amazing and awesome goals. And then as time progresses, if they find that they're not achieving their goals as quickly as they imagined, they start to feel like, you know what, I can never do this. This was just wishful thinking. Who am I to do this? So those are three possible reasons why. However, you know, it's important to understand that when it comes to building wealth, it's not about luck. Wealth is not about getting lucky unless you win the lottery. And (laughs) statistics show that, you know, a very high percentage of people who win the lottery within seven years end up right back where they started. So it's not about luck. It's about planning. It's about putting in the work. It's about discipline and consistency and maintaining good money management skills. And so that's what building wealth is about. And it's very, very possible to build wealth regardless of where you are with your finances right now, regardless of your current financial situation, regardless of how much you make, because there are thousands of success stories out there of people who came from nothing and they've managed to achieve really incredible financial success. And that means that anyone can do this. If those people can become financially successful and get to a point where, you know, money is the least of their worries, then why can't you? So let's get into the seven things. I know I said a mouthful, but let's get into the seven things that you might be doing that could be preventing you from be, from ever becoming wealthy. Okay, so number one is not having the right mindset. So yeah, I know you may have heard this before. You may feel like, oh my God, she's going to start with this whole mental mindset stuff. But mindset is really, really important. And having the right mindset when it comes to your life and your money, your finances is really essential to your success. The way you think about things pretty much translates into how you're going to act. And so if you haven't decided in your mind, in your head that, you know, I really, really want to achieve financial success, 
And if you're not mentally prepared to go out and start putting in the work to achieve your financial success, the chances that you're actually going to do it are very low. So you have to really, you know, have that right mindset and put those thoughts in place, those affirmations that I'm going to go out and be financially successful. I'm going to pay off my debt. I'm going to save. I'm going to build generational wealth for my kids. I'm going to be able to invest. All of those things you have in your mind when it comes to, you know, all of those financial goals that you want to accomplish, you have to decide first that you can and that you're ready to put in the work to do to do to do what's needed to become successful with your money. So your mindset is very, very critical. And when I talk to, you know, folks, I always say, listen, before you even start writing down your goals, before you even start, you know, opening bank accounts and creating debt payoff strategies, take some time out and just sit down with yourself, turn out the lights, shut the blinds, and really ask yourself, how bad do I want to achieve financial success? And what am I willing to do to get there? And write down, you know, your thoughts and your affirmations about, you know, why you can, why you can be successful. And once you create that foundation, it'll be easier for you to actually take the steps because you're thinking along the lines of, you know what, I can do this. Even if, even if I have to, you know, go over some rough phases, you know, this year, this month, even if there's a glitch, you know, in my plans, I'm going to, even if I fall, I'm going to get back up and dust myself up, dust myself off and keep going. So your mindset is really, really critical. Number two is a lack of self-discipline. So Self-discipline is one of the biggest areas people struggle with when it comes to um, their financial success. It's, you know, self-discipline is basically not doing what you know you should be doing to get where you're trying to go. That's basically what it is. And people set up their goals and their plans with all these good, good intentions. But as time progresses, they don't always stay the course. And then there's the battle between what you want versus what you need and then wanting to get instant gratification. And of course, there's all these emotions that come with, you know, pursuing your goals and living life and, you know, going through the emotions of your day to day. And so having a bad day and feeling down or having a great day and feeling excessively happy and deserving are notorious for many failures and goals falling off track. So what do you do to, you know, combat this if your emotions are impacting your self-discipline or if, you know, it might be taking too long for you to achieve your goals? What do you do? In my personal experience, again, I'm going to come back to mindset. (laughs) I find that if you have a strong desire to succeed in the first place, then it'll be easier for you to resist the urge to go out and derail your financial goals when you're having a bad day or when you're having a great day and you just feel like, oh my God, I'm going to go to the mall and get a great outfit. It is easier. When you have that strong desire and that strong focus on your goal, you want to pay off your debt. You want to save X amount of money. Once you really have that strong desire and you're continuously reminding yourself through affirmations or, you know, whatever, however you remind yourself, it's easier for you to put your self-discipline into play. Also, having an accountability partner or keeping yourself accountable accountable is another way that you can stay on top of your self-discipline. And don't get me wrong, it's not a walk in the park. It's not easy. It's not, you know, it's not something you're going to be perfect doing every single time. But once you make the effort to keep working on being self-disciplined and every time you slip, you get back up, 
then you are you are very likely to achieve your goals because you're working on your self-discipline and that's a really that's another really important factor when it comes to being financially successful so number three is not making debt payoff a priority so if you have debt you don't need me to tell you that debt sucks but the problem with having debt is that most people don't prioritize paying it off so they become comfortable with their uncomfortable situations and let me explain what that means so let's say you have ten thousand dollars in debt and you can't stand it you complain about it you hate it but then the monthly bill comes and you make the minimum payment or let's say you pay an extra five dollars or you pay an extra ten dollars and then you're like this is the best i can do but then as the month progresses you find money to buy your yourself a fabulous outfit at j crew or at forever 21 you find money to go out to dinner with your friends and to hang out and you know you're basically comfortable with this uncomfortable situation because you hate your debt you're complaining about it but you're not really doing what it takes to get out of it and so you know you become comfortable with making minimum payments but you haven't quite gone as far as figuring out how long it's going to take you to pay off your debt and you haven't really created a plan to aggressively pay off that debt uh, you know a plan on how you're going to do it and so if you want to be financially successful you have to get aggressive with your debt and that means reducing your expenses cutting out what's unneeded unnecessary and also increasing your income um you know getting a a better paying job um getting a part-time job starting a side hustle and putting the extra funds that you get towards your debt and it also means selecting a debt payoff method you know following through and understanding that the aggressive stance that you're going to take to paying off your debt is only temporary because once you're done knocking off your debt you're going to have so much more money at your disposal to put towards the things that truly matter to you to save to invest to travel to start your side hustle to basically start living life on your own terms number four is not saving enough So if you want to build wealth, you have to save and you have to invest your money. And the biggest mistake anyone can make is assuming that because they have a great job or a high salary or because they're young that they have time to save and they can always catch up later. The truth is job security is not guaranteed. And if you're self-employed, your business may go through a rough patch. And also life happens, emergencies come up, you know, things happen that can just derail your, your, your financial goals if you're not saving, if you, don't have, if you don't have money put aside to help you recover from a life circumstance. And so a good idea is to set up an emergency fund if you don't already have one. Start with a basic amount of $1,000 because this can help you cover pretty much most minor emergencies. And then set a goal that you're going to get that emergency fund to three to six months of your basic living expenses to help you cover any unplanned life circumstances. And then next, determine how much your short-term goals, your mid-term goals, your long-term goals are going to cost you, and then create a plan to start saving for them. So if you want to buy a house, if you want to travel the world, if you're saving for retirement, you want to cost out each of these dreams, these goals, and open the accounts and start saving and investing towards them if you want to build wealth you have to save the money is not just going to show up right and so you're going to have to start putting money aside to save and invest for your dreams and you're going to have to start doing it now because it takes time to build wealth number five is not planning ahead and this is specifically for retirement because and I, I I listed this on here because retirement is an area that so many people fall short in. Um, 
they feel like they have time they feel like retirement is so far away but if you're dreaming of retirement of retiring fabulously if you're dreaming of traveling the world in retirement relaxing drinking champagne on the beach if you have any of those fabulous dreams going into your business whenever you feel like it then it's going to cost you a lot of money and that type of money is money that you need several years to save for and to grow. It takes time. And so the earlier the, the earlier that you start saving for retirement, the better. So if you have if you are employed and your employer has a, a work sponsored um, retirement plan like a 401k, 403b, take advantage of it. If they are offering you a match, take the free money and then challenge yourself that, okay, once I contribute enough to get the match, or once I contribute 5%, I'm going to make it a, a goal of, my, of mine to max out um, the 401k contribution or the 403 contribution. If you're self-employed and you own your own business, open up an IRA and set a challenge for yourself that you're going to, you're going to max out your IRA contributions. And also... Keep in mind that you can save for retirement or for your long-term goals outside of your retirement accounts with post-tax money. Your overall goal is to save as much as you can towards the life that you plan to enjoy in the future. So that's the whole point of saving for retirement. You don't just have to do it in your 401k or in your 403b or in your IRA because all of those account types have limits. You can do your own due diligence and set up separate accounts, you know, outside of those accounts and put away money um, long term for yourself um, with your post-tax income. Number six is not investing in yourself. And this really applies to investing in your personal growth and development. So things like reading books, taking courses, educating yourself, improving your skill set, and just other things that can help you grow on a personal, um, personal level and can stimulate your mind and improve your skill set. Because when you invest in your self-development and you follow through with it, you're more likely to stay in the frame of mind to succeed with not just your financial goals, but also with your life goals in general. And finally, number seven is fear. The fear of failure. This is a big one, right? So, so many people stay stuck in just really bad financial situations because they're afraid to fail or afraid to fail even further. They may be afraid of the effort that's required to get out of it, the sacrifice, the commitment, or they feel like they've just made so so many mistakes in the past and they've lost money or they, you know, like they haven't done well. And so if, if they've made all these mistakes, why, why are they going to do any better in the future? Well, I'm here to tell you, <laughs> if fear is holding you back, if you feel like, I've made so many mistakes, you know, this is just what it is. I'm just meant to be in debt. I'm just meant to be, you know, okay. I'll, I'll just pay the minimums like until I can pay it off. I'll just manage what I have. I don't need to be rich. I don't need to be wealthy. I'm just okay here. If you're one of those people that just has those thoughts going on in your mind, if you feel like your finances are overwhelming and you can't do it, it's okay. But I have to tell you that you have to forgive yourself for any financial mistakes that you have made. You have to take the lessons that you learned from them and you have to keep moving forward and understand that you can be financially successful. It doesn't happen overnight, but you have to start by taking things one step at a time. So start by taking us an assessment of where your finances currently stand and then create a budget and then create a long-term plan and, you know, 
break your plan down into every week and every month and take one step towards paying off your debt take one step towards saving take one step towards learning how to invest and over time you start to see how much progress you're making and if you're struggling to do this on your own there is no shame in getting help don't let the fear of failure keep you stuck so those are the seven things that I put together on, you know, what might be causing you or preventing you from achieving financial success. What did you think? I'd love to hear back from you. Send me an email, info at clevergirlfinance.com. And I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, either on iTunes or on SoundCloud and leave a review and let me know what you're thinking. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, like I mentioned, my email is info at clevergirlfinance.com. And please, please be sure to stop by the clevergirlfinance.com website. I am creating new blog content several times a week. So there's always something new on there to motivate you and help you um, work through your finances. So I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye.